first and foremost, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Brand Herald podcast. I'm Landon Wade, the owner of Goodson Clothing and Supply. I'm excited to have Justin Baird, Marketing Director for Insulated Roofing Contractors with me today. So uh, Justin, first and foremost, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So as we were just kind of talking about when we were debriefing, these episodes are very much about putting the spotlight on our customers. So the best way to do that, we found, is, is first and foremost, we want to let people get to know you a little bit. You know, I know we don't know each other super well, but I've enjoyed getting to know you. I appreciate the opportunities that you've sent us. Excited to kind of let people learn a little bit about IRC. But before we get to that, you know, tell me about yourself. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up, high school, college, any of that kind of stuff so they can get a little bit of a feel for you. Yeah, so uh, I actually grew up in uh, southern Indiana, right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm sure that's a bigger name. Grew up in Floyd's Knobs. Went to school in New Albany at uh, Christian Academy of Indiana. After high school, I ended up going to L. Studied there all four years and majored in marketing with a minor in entrepreneurship. So kind of just been living around here my whole life. How'd you like Christian Academy? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a small school, so I pretty much knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody. So, I mean, that was nice. I mean, growing up with everybody, I mean, I had people from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade that I went to school with. So that was a fun aspect of doing that. But at the same time, it was a small school, so I would have liked the public school side of things maybe a little bit. But I kind of guess I got that in college too. Once I went to L, I kind of experienced the whole everybody else kind of thing. So I wasn't thinking I was like sheltered, but I know that there was more things going on in the public scene. Than sure. Was, you know, we lived in Jefferson County for a while and okay. we moved out to Oldham County in 2019. And my, I have three daughters, which I've said several times, people, people listen to episodes, probably tired of hearing me say it, but, <laughs> but my oldest was uh, in Jefferson County public schools and we wanted her to do something different for middle school if we were going to still be in Jefferson County. So we applied and she was accepted to Christian Academy. Like the, I guess it would be like the main campus over here. Okay. Yeah. Over in Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we and, actually uh, played them in sports. <laughs> so you like played each other? Yeah. We played each other. Oh. Yeah. What sports did you play at Cal? I played um, basketball up until high school, but then I played soccer and I ran track. Uh, soccer was kind of my main focus. So I took that and ran with it. Gotcha. So we were accepted, and then right in the 11th hour, we found a house in Oldham County and bought it, and ultimately she didn't end up going there. Well, she's She's been in Oldham County School since sixth grade. Nothing but good things to say, I guess, from a lot of the people that I know that have had people at Cal. So tell me a little bit about something about you that would surprise people or maybe something that is just unique to you, maybe something that you like to do or something you collect or just something that's unique about you. I like being outdoors. I like to go on trips. Uh, I was actually just, I just got back from a trip um, late February from Washington, went to Washington, did a lot of hiking there and it was a lot of fun. Then we actually went up into Canada and Vancouver and then I got to snowboard in Blackcomb. I cannot think Whistler. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So I'm just an outdoorsy kind of guy. I think that would surprise people just because with you look at me, it's not really the way that I dress, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you are right that some people, outdoorsy people, definitely have kind of a look most of the time. It's like they're constantly wearing keen boots or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm usually in like some Yeezys or something. <laughs> that's good. I've gotten into rucking, which people listening may know, but it's just, you know, wearing a backpack with weight in it, essentially. There's a group that I work out with in the mornings, and it's kind of an out outgrowth of that or sort of a side thing that a lot of the guys do in that group. And and the reason I bring that up is that I never was much into hiking, but some of the rucks that I've done have been in sort of hikes, I guess, with a backpack on, essentially. 
Oh, wow. You get out and it's hard to explain, but I've definitely enjoyed, you know, the hikes that I've done. Yeah. Hiking is just like something about it. You just get out of nature and just kind of like, or at peace, I guess. I don't really know. It's just nice to get out, just to get out there and just kind of unwind and turn your phone off or not even have service or anything like that. So it's just great. That's one of the main reasons I like being out there. And certainly out (laughs) West, there's plenty of beautiful places to do it. Oh my gosh. Yes, for sure. By the way, I don't remember if you shared this with me. Are you married? No, I'm actually not married. And how old are you again? I am 27. 27, man. I remember being 27. It's been a long time ago. (laughs) I'll be 42 this year. Okay, okay. Well, let's move from talking about you to talking about, let's talk about IRC. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me a little bit about the history of the company, just sort of when and where it was founded, by whom, some of that. Just give us some background on the company. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it was actually founded by my uh, grandfather, him and his brother and another business partner came together and started the business. And that was uh, 46, 47 years ago now. Wow. So it's been, you know, that long and he's ran it the whole time and he's retired now. So now my uncle and my dad are like the president and the COO. So they run it now. They founded it nearly, you know, I guess going on 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely 50 years ago. It's crazy. And it's second generation. It sounds like. Well, now it's going to be like a third generation once me and my two cousins, like, I guess, take over it. That's what we end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been pretty cool to see. We actually started here in Louisville. They had a um, small building over off, uh, like in the industrial park. Yep. On like Plantside Drive. I think it's kind of close to where you guys are. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a little building there and then they actually moved to another place on Plantside Drive. It was a little bit bigger building, a bigger warehouse and things because as they grew, they needed more space. (laughs) And then I guess my, uh, Uncle and dad were tired of driving to Louisville every day, so they decided to take the business and move it over to New Albany. Got it. So now our location is in New Albany, Indiana. We've been there for, I want to say, 12, 15 years now. Got it. Very good, yeah. Tell me, how long have you been there? I have been working full-time for, this will be my fourth year now. But, you know, I've been in and out, um, did summer jobs there. I used to... I used to actually clean the trucks during the summer, wash them, wax them, make them look good. Yeah. So they could go out and stuff. Tell me what the company does. Like, and, and I know it's an interesting space and probably people listening. I'm sure everyone listening is familiar with, you know, residential roofing. I bet a lot of people aren't really familiar with some of these commercial roofing applications. So educate us a little bit on that. So we are a commercial roofing company. Our specialty is actually spray polyurethane foam. We apply spray polyurethane foam to the roof, directly applied. We're nationwide. We handle the entire nation just from our one location in New Albany. So when I say that, that kind of surprises people, but it actually works out pretty well. Somehow the guys in production and scheduling figure it out. So kudos to them. I couldn't do it. (laughs) But yeah, we're just a commercial roofer. So when you say direct applied, is it like sprayed on like a paint essentially? So actually the top coat is like a paint. It's like a silicone. Uh-huh. But what we actually spray, like the foam piece, that's like comes out as like a liquid. And then whenever it hits the ground or whatever the surface is that it needs to attach to, it actually expands like 15, 20 times its original size or mass or whatever. So it creates like a really good thickness so that your roof has a barrier and you have a lot better energy savings. 
And then you put like what sounds like almost like a finish coat on it after you do that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you'll have like your um, bottom layer of like your insulation and your boards and fibers and things like that. And then we'll actually spray on top of all of that with the foam. And then once that has like risen and hardened up, then we come back through and spray it with silicone coating and granules on top to keep the roof rigid so you don't slip and fall. Gotcha. And those colors can come in all different colors. We have the walkways. Some people like to put on the walkways, so we'll actually spray the different color silicone. So it'll be like the yellow and just to mark out where like the people on the roof need to go. So it's not a lot of foot traffic just everywhere. So it's pretty cool. People like that. So there's actually a little bit of a design component to it. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of customizations for sure. People actually, uh, some customers like to just do their whole roof a certain color. So they'll go out and pick their the color that they want and things like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Some people actually won't do yellow for the safety lines. They'll do like a blue or like a white or something cool like that. Yeah. How many steps are there to the process? I mean, is there, I, I would assume there's a lot of prep to the surface to be ready for it, right? It depends on the roof. Every roof is so different. So once a salesman goes on the roof, he'll kind of assess that situation. But for the most part, whenever a typical process is, you'll go up. And if there's tear off, you'll go in, you'll tear off the old roof in sections that it needs to be torn off and then go back in with that insulation and the fiber boards and the screws and plates. That's like kind of step one is kind of making the roof look good and make sure that it's sealed tight. There's no more water damage because there's usually there'll be like water damage. There'll be ponding. So water will get underneath the roof. And obviously that's why we're there is to fix it. So we try our best to get everything out, make sure there's no mold or anything like that. People don't like to hear that word. No asbestos. If there's asbestos, we have to do a whole different thing. And there's a whole different process with asbestos if there is some. So we try to avoid that. And actually, if we use spray foam, you can actually encapsulate it so that it's not disturbed. So that's another benefit to why people like to use spray foam for a roof that's like old and not new because we can go directly over top of an old roof. So say there is no tear out. Pretty much the only thing that you would have to do is just clean the roof off, whether it be a metal deck or like a single ply or a mod bit. You would just clean it off. Tell me what those things mean that you just said, single ply and mod bit. So single ply is just like that one membrane. It's I would say it's most typical is what you see on big buildings. If you're flying in an airplane and you look down and you see a big commercial building, you see the white roof on there, that's usually a single ply. It's really thin and it um, can either be hot or cold applied. So it can either be glued down with heat or glued down not with heat. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Either one. So that's single ply. It's pretty easy. It doesn't give you much insulation compared to spray foam. But then the mod bit, that, that one is sort of like single ply, except on top there's gravel built up. Actually, sorry, I take that back. Well, modified can't have built up. It's just a different type of roof. We just started putting that application on there, so I don't know too much about it right now. Gotcha. But single ply we do and spray foam we do pretty well. So single ply comes in like PVC, TPO. So they're just like the different components of how they're made and what they're made out of, essentially. So with covering the whole country, are you doing that through people that work directly for IRC in terms of application or do you work with kind of a network of installers around the country? Actually, we have everybody work for us. I mean, we do have subcontractors, but most of them will come to our office and leave with our guys and go to the job location 
I guess it's like a contract with these two subcontractors. If we need more guys, I'll, you know, send them over and make sure everything is, the papers are good and things like that. And then they'll go off to jobs. And it's not necessarily like we'll call somebody in like Texas, you know, and just be like, Hey, we have a job here. Do you guys want to go do this for us? It's like, we found the guys that we want to work with us and then we'll just use those guys and take them to different locations throughout the United States. Gotcha. So how do you go about a lot of it's commercial work, obviously, sounds like you probably do new construction, but probably the majority of what you're doing is existing buildings. Is that fair to say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So how do you go about finding those jobs? I mean, obviously you've been around for going on 50 years. So part of it is probably just, you've been around and people know about you, but I know your job in marketing is to probably support the efforts to find work and maybe talk me through a little bit about, you know, to whatever degree you're comfortable, how you guys kind of go about finding the jobs. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, There's a few different ways that we actually try to find jobs. I mean, obviously you got the traditional marketing, you know, we're doing the Facebook and the LinkedIn and, you know, we post ads on Google every once in a while. A lot of it comes from word of mouth though. Mm -hmm. Surprising as that sounds, I mean, I don't really know, but yeah, once one person kind of gets a word out that we did a really good job for them, then they're just willing to give, our name out to the next person, the next person. So those have led to some pretty awesome jobs in that sense. Yeah. We've also just been around for, you know, 46, 47 years. So our name kind of sticks out with a few people. We have a really good relationship with our manufacturers and they actually help us bring in leads whenever they can. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. It makes my job a little bit easier too. Certainly. Yeah. We actually have worked with them and done some trip campaigns, like partnerships and things like that to kind of get our word out as well that this is the product that's going on your roof, but we're the people that will service it and actually get the job done. Gotcha. Yeah. So tell me, I mean, some of the benefits of the spray roof that I'm picking up on just are, it sounds like insulation obviously is one that's a big one. sounds like it's one of the easier ways to re-roof or to take care of a, a defective roof or one that needs replaced. Definitely. It's definitely easier So instead of tearing things out, as long as the roof doesn't have more than two roofs, I know that sounds kind of weird. Two layers or two coatings or two. Yeah, two layers. Yeah, exactly. Like two different types. Kind of like a residential roof. Like they can put a couple layers on a residential roof as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is pretty much the same thing. So as long as there's not more than a certain amount, then we can actually just go up there, clean off the roof, make it good enough to where our our, uh, spray foam can stick to it in here and that's pretty much it. So it's super quick. We can get in and out of projects really fast whenever we can do that. It doesn't disturb like the customers below because we do work with people that, you know, have things, equipment, other things underneath furniture that they don't want to get ruined and things like that from things coming, banging on the roof and things like that. So it alleviates that as well. What's some of the insulation benefits? You've said that a few times and I'm just trying, I mean, I, I think maybe to some degree it's probably pretty obvious, but does it create a lot of benefit in terms of like, inside the building underneath the roof, so to speak, in terms of like HVAC and things like that? Yeah, definitely. So it actually lowers throughout the span of the lifetime of the roof. It'll actually lower your energy bill. I think it's about like 20% now. I think that's was the last thing that I read about. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty substantial. I mean, so not only does it lower your energy bill, it also keeps the building cooler or hotter depending on, you know, the season, if it's in the summer, you obviously want to keep it cooler, but it keeps it colder for longer. So you're, HVAC isn't running every other hour, every hour. It's running, you know, every two or three hours because it's keeping it nice and cold in there or nice and hot in there, like how you want it. Yeah. And so roof maintenance, because that's one of the questions I was going to ask is, you know, sort of 
how long is a roof, one of these spray roofs good for? Is there an average lifespan? And then obviously it looks like you guys provide some maintenance services potentially that would help to extend that. I mean, we usually typically give out a warranty for um, 15, 20, and 25 years. Mm -hmm. So that's how long we expect this roof to last. Now, obviously that comes with things, you know, you can't really prevent hail from coming down and destroying your roof, things like that. But we also do provide a uh, maintenance program to where we come out twice a year, take a look at your roof, make sure everything is looking good, clean out your gutters, clean out the downspouts, making sure like just the roof looks good, you know. And is that like a service contract essentially? Yeah, it's like a maintenance agreement. Yeah. People like to sign those after they get our roof just to make sure that they have a sense of security because sometimes they don't even know what they're doing on the roof and what they're looking for. And our guys are more experienced and be like, okay, yeah, here's what the problem is. And they can fix it or right then and there. So there's not much like we don't have to go through like a a claim or anything as long as we have that to show for. I got you. Okay. So the next part of the conversation is, you know, kind of the balance of our time. I just want to kind of talk about like maybe the culture of IRC and some of the values and, and just the brand of IRC. So when you're going out marketing the brand, whether it be, to customers outside of the organization, but also to the employee. How many employees do you guys have? Depending on the season, we can have anywhere from 75 to 140. Gotcha. That's obviously field guys included. Yeah. And just the internal culture, are there things that you guys talk about internally? Just, you know, the way I normally ask this question is kind of about the purpose or vision of the brand or of the company, but just trying to get a sense of kind of like the personality of IRC. Like what are the things that make you guys tick in terms of your employees and then how you want your customers to know you? So we actually had like a little class or something like this over how we wanted people to see who we are. Mm -hmm. We just kind of kept on going back to the people you can depend on. I mean, whether that be for your roof or anything else. I mean, I know that the people that I work with are, I can count on them for more than just work related things. So that's kind of the envision that they like to instill on people too. They don't just want us to be like, the roofing contractor and that's all that we're good for. Like, I mean, that's obviously what we're known for, but we still want to have like the quality and the, the integrity of our customers just to know that we're, we're there for them. Yeah, no, it's good. I, we say a lot when we're working on kind of how we're marketing our business, that kind of the high level objective is to communicate the personality of our company. So it's, you know, it's sort of like in most spaces, there's choices for people. And that book that Simon Sinek wrote, Start With Why, he talks about that most people like to work with other people or other companies that are of like mind, that think like they think, essentially. So it's important for people to kind of get an idea of how do we think. And time and time again, when I do these episodes, have these conversations, I find, you know, there's a reason that we have some of the customers that we have because there's commonality our conversation here. I mean, you want to be thought of as having integrity, character. You want to be dependable, have high quality. These are all things that are transferred over to what we want you know, with the things that we do for our customers. And that's actually a good transition. And kind of the final part of our conversation is when it comes to the branded clothing and promotional items, promotional supplies, we call them, that we've done for you, what role do those things play as you're trying to obviously instill this idea of a place where people are dependable and the high character, high integrity, quality work, those kind of things, both inside and outside the company? What role do you see the things that we do for you playing in that regard? Oh, you guys help help out tremendously. You know, with being family-owned business, we like to kind of help give our guys, uh, not not our guys, our Your teammates, yeah. Yeah, teammates. There we go. That's a good word. At least once a year, give them, you know, some swag, 
from IRC. Um, we get the polos and that just helps them be like, oh, okay, you know, it makes them feel like they're part of the team and they see what we're doing and they like it and I actually let them get the feedback from some of the things that I send out. And I'm like, hey, do you guys like this? And I'll get their feedback and then I'll give it to you guys. I'm like, here's the changes that we like, here's what they don't like and things like that. So what I hear you saying is like, and what we hope to do a lot is I think everybody kind of wants to be, feel like they're a part of something that's bigger than themselves. They like to have things that they have pride in, you know, and we did an episode with Terry Highland with Highland Insurance and I was talking to Terry and he was talking about, you know, way back in the day visiting UD Dayton, which is kind of close to my hometown, Springfield, Ohio. And, you know, everybody was very proud walking around there with, you know, their UD gear on. And, and obviously around this area, it's very much like UK or IU up in your neck of the woods or, or at least in HQ for IRC's neck of the woods. And then, you know, UofL. And in a lot of respects, you know, we say that we are here to help people choose the right, not just branded clothing and supplies, but the right branded clothing and promotional supplies to give their brand style and visibility so that it creates engaged employees, loyal customers. And you really have something if people want to wear your stuff, if it's something that they want to wear around and know that they're a part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guys love when I order new polos. They're like, so the polos coming in yet? Or where's the polos at this year? I haven't seen them yet. What do they look like? How are they looking? Which I still haven't ordered those for this year, but we'll get on that. Well, soon. we'll get right on that after this. <laughs> yeah. <day. laughs> so I need to do that soon. But yeah, so everyone's always excited to see what new gear we're always getting. I think it was the charging banks that they liked the most so far. Like the wireless charging. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that was my favorite one, too. <laughs> That was pretty sweet. When it comes to these things that we're doing for you, tell me, you know, what do you think we do well? What are some areas where we can improve? Again, an underlying thing with this is that we're trying to make sure that we continue to get better, which I know you guys are doing the same thing, I'm sure, with your customers and the work you do. Give me your thoughts on what we do well, what we maybe could work on. Yeah, no, working with you guys is awesome. To be quite honest, I don't really have anything that you guys have done poorly. Well, that's good. See, this set up really well for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one teed up. <laughs> just working with you guys has just been so fluid. I mean, anytime I have, so Brett is my account manager, and anytime I have anything going on, I'm just like, hey, Brett, what do you got for me for this? T-shirts, cups, you know, just the other day I was asking about vests, and he was quick to respond, and he's going to be sending me some samples soon so I can check them out. It's just been awesome working with you guys, and just like the – variety of things if I give him like hey you know I'm thinking about doing this and he'll come back and give me not only what I asked for but then he's like you know I actually thought about it and here's a few other things that I thought would kind of work if those don't work so I thought that was pretty cool too how he would kind of give me things to like say it's a shirt or something like that and he knows it's a golf outing but then he's like hey you know we thought about this the tees like an actual golf tee or a golf ball something like that kind of Mm-hmm. gives you a different idea or, or ideas. I noticed that you guys did these moleskin notebooks. Those things are really nice. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I wish I had a list of everything that you guys have done for me so I could actually, because everything has just been sick. Yeah, I know we've done a lot of things. As a matter of fact, I think you had given me a bunch of samples that we had kind of taken some pictures of. Yeah. Tell you what's really cool about it for us sometimes, because we do it a lot of times an item at a time and we're we're obviously very close to it. So you're kind of working on a project at a time. But one of the things I enjoy the most is when I get maybe several items that we've done for a client and we lay them out on the table or we lay them out and you just see that, 
that consistent look to the brand across multiple items so that you know that you're doing a good job of at least aesthetically communicating the brand, you know, and I, I noticed that when your stuff was all sitting out on the table, we were taking pictures of it. I was like, man, it all just looks so complimentary together. Yeah, it looks so good because when I first joined, that's when I first started using you guys. I don't believe that we had used Goodson until I came on full time. So whenever we did that, me and Brett sat down. I was like, you know, I don't really like the way the logo looks right now on like our T-shirts and our brand and things like that. It kind of had like a little wave underneath and I thought that kind of needed to go away. So he pulled that out and it made it look nice. And then now he's adding a triangle on some things and that just says IRC on it. And I really like that. That's the thing I've been seeing him do a lot on the thermoses that we just ordered. That was the logo that we went with was just the IRC just because it stuck out really well. And I was like, yeah, that looks really good. So I do like the cohesiveness and everything looking kind of uniform too. I think it looks, everything's starting to look really good. Yeah, no, that's great. I pulled up that thermos. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, that thing's sweet. Yeah, yeah, the thermos. That, that came like last week, so that was fresh on my mind. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah, the thermoses look really good because I was going to order some really quick through like Yeti or Arctic or something just because it was a really quick order, so I wasn't sure. So then I reached out to Brett. I was like, hey, Yeti can't get these or Arctic. I can't remember which one it was. They were like, we can't get these for five weeks. I'm like, okay, no, nah, we're going to see what Brett can do really quick on anything. So I emailed him and he's like, we can actually get these made and sent back to you by the end of the week. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> so the quickness with that stuff is just great. I love the how fast everything can get done. I know some things are slow and obviously things are crazy right now with lead times. but And supply chain, yeah. Yeah, you guys have been on it. It's been awesome. That's good. Well, we're coming down the home stretch here, man. And and I, I just kind of wanted, you know, looking into the future, you know, tell me a little bit about just kind of as our last point of conversation here with IRC, what's the future look like for you guys? You know, what do you see happening in your industry? Maybe is a better way to ask it. And, and how do you guys continue to grow? I don't really know. I feel like the roofing industry has kind of been the same. I mean, yeah, there's been some technologies that added to make it a little bit better and more efficient. But I don't see any major changes happening in the roofing industry anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I feel like right now we have a great relationship with um, some schools and just other contractors. So those are really helping us. Um, We're also expanding into new territories. We have, I think in the past two or three years, we've hired three different people in different territories. So we have somebody in the Carolinas now. We have somebody in Texas so, yeah, we've just kind of expanding. We'd like to eventually see a second office somewhere. I'm not really sure when. That's probably like 10 years down the road or so. But, yeah, it's kind of kind of how we see our things growing is just kind of just being better as long as we kind of keep the guys that we have and train them to do what they need to do. Then we can grow because then we can add more people and they can kind of develop the newer guys that are coming in and show them what to do so we can grow and kind of keep having more and more crews out there doing what we need to do and do it efficiently and properly. Yeah. So just keep gaining more and more market share. sounds like to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate your time. And if you don't mind, tell those listening to this, if you want to learn more about insulated roofing contractors, Justin, can you tell them, you know, where they can find more information out about you guys? Yeah, definitely. So if you guys want to learn more about uh, insulated roofing contractors, you can go to our website at ircroof.com. We also have uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, and there's also videos on YouTube on kind of the processes of how we do things. So the YouTube videos show a representation of what we do, how we do it, some of the tear off and 
things like that. That's on our YouTube. How do they get to your YouTube channel? They just kind of search IRC. If you go to YouTube, you can probably just type in insulated roofing contractors. But also if you go to our website, top right-hand corner, well, it actually is under resources and videos, but in the top right-hand corner, just find us on YouTube. You just click right on there and it takes us right to your channel. Got it. Cool. And also I bet since every company I talk to these days is hiring. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're interested in being a roofer, come on and apply. It's pretty easy. Well, it's pretty easy to apply. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like you got an area on the website. Yes, yes. I want to say it's in the careers tab. If you just click on the careers tab on the website, that'll take you right to the application and then just fill it out and submit it and HR will contact you. Very good, man. Because we are always looking for people. That is what's crazy about, I'm in a Vistage group and we had a meeting last week and he asked the question at one point, he said, who's hiring? And literally every hand in the room went up. And it's like, it's yeah, just, who isn't hiring? Who isn't hiring? <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. It's and, crazy uh, right now. So yeah, that's crazy, man. Hey, thanks again for doing this. I'm As I said, when we first got on here, I can't thank you enough for, we know that there's plenty of options, just like there is for a lot of businesses out there. There's plenty of options for the things that we do. We appreciate the business and opportunities that you send us. And, and I've enjoyed our conversation and I hope that folks that listen to this gain a little better understanding of your company and you. And who knows, maybe this will lead to somebody who wants to work at IRC or somebody who wants to do business with IRC. That would be a huge win. Yes, for sure. For sure. I appreciate you having me on here too and taking the time out to, you know, sit down and have this conversation with me for real. It's great. And uh, hey, I look forward to crossing paths with you here real soon. Yeah, definitely. 